Welcome to the Maria Heller Show, on the net since 2000 and still going strong. If you feel like you're not getting the real news, if you feel like you're not connected spiritually, you have found your home. Maria covers a wide range of topics as only a snarky New Yorker can. Straight up, no chaser. No censorship, no corporate sponsors, thus true freedom of speech. Your subscription gives you unlimited access as a member of the smartest audience on earth. Relax and enjoy the education. Now here's Maria. Good morning world, Maria here, alive and kicking. Welcome to the news show, got plenty of news. Got some good news, some bad news, some stuff mixed in between. As you can tell, Michael Rekia wasn't on the show yesterday, we're going to have to reschedule him, but of course, late last night I got my new phone, so I'm ready to go, but you won't miss out on Michael, he said he'll get back to me with another date this month. Uh, next week, of course, is going to be hell and high water with myself and Chuck. The week after, I've got Monica, and then I've got Richard Grove coming back on the show, so you're going to want to stay tuned, and I want to give a warm welcome to my new listeners. Um, okay, so everything's been going kind of mad. First, my phone blows up, and uh, then I had some computer glitches yesterday. And then the big lollapalooza is I find out that my post office has been returning my mail for the past month because they said I never paid them, which I did in October. So I had to go through all kinds of hoops to maintain my P.O. box and get it back online. So when I came home and I, from the post office, I said, we have to be on a Mercury retrograde. And of course, we are. And I looked it up, and I think it stays with us until the 21st. So people keep asking me what kind of things happen on a Mercury retrograde. Well, several of the things I already mentioned. I got to the gym. The girl was complaining the computers weren't working there. TVs blew out on some of their machines. So I explained to her that uh, Mercury likes to mess around with anything to do with communication, small engines, etc., etc. And I love when people look at me funny because they've never heard of it before. And then I turn around and tell them, well, I've been watching it for 40 years and it's never let me down. It's always the same. So you're going to want to be careful moving out and about the cabin, that's for sure. Okay, so let's get to the news because there's plenty of it. This was a crazy story I woke up this morning and saw right away. Kyle Rittenhouse, the murderer, the white young man that they let out of jail on parole, is now missing. Prosecutors say they don't know where he is, and now they're issuing an arrest warrant. Remember, this is the same guy the white supremacist bailed out online, raising money for him, and now he's out on his... Uh, $2 million cash bail that uh, Trump fans had no problem paying for this jerk. He's currently awaiting trial for the shooting deaths of two men who were protesting the police shooting of Jacob Blake. They filed a motion, the prosecutors, saying the courts are unable to deliver a hearing notice for him at the address he listed as his home on his release paperwork. He could be out of the country for all we know. Maybe they should look at Mar-a-Lago. They asked the judge to increase his bail by 200000 for the violation and issue a warrant for his arrest. Prosecutors say they're unable to monitor Rittenhouse's whereabouts because he failed to know, not, notify them that he moved. Well, his cash bond was raised from online supporters of lunatics like him. Prosecutors wrote in their filing that Rittenhouse demonstrated his carefree attitude by going to a bar immediately after his arraignment January 5th and drinking three beers in the company of the Proud Boys while flashing white supremacist signs and wearing a free-as-fuck t-shirt. Rittenhouse's defense attorney filed a response to the prosecutor's motion, objecting to the bond increase. He said Rittenhouse and his family have gotten death threats since the Kenosha shootings. Oh, too bad, too sad. He said they moved into a safe house and deleted their social media accounts. He said he'd provide his current address if it was kept confidential by the court. Well, doesn't the court have the right to have that? More proof of two sets of laws in white America. Prosecutors said the decision would be left up to a judge. His next court appearance is scheduled for March 10th, but a hearing on the new motion could be held sooner. And if he gets convicted, which he should, he faces up to life in prison, which is more than we can say for the two people he shot. So this is what happens. Another white woman that was part of the insurrection at the uh, Capitol 
actually told the judge to let her go so she could take her family vacation in Mexico. And guess what? The judge allowed it. So there you have two sets of laws. Now imagine if these people were black. Just saying. Okay, more stuff in the news. Researchers say the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine might reduce coronavirus transmission. They didn't find that it substantially slows it down. So that's what's happening with that vaccine. The former Columbus, Ohio police officer who fatally shot Andre Hill, a black man in December, has been charged with murder. Well, charged is not convicted. The former officer, Adam Coy, he's a 19-year-old veteran, was also charged with felonious assault and two counts of dereliction of duty. He was fired several weeks after the shooting. Well, remember, he's still not being convicted. Unbelievable. The power, and by the way, this is Black History Month, and here the history continues on of cops getting away with murdering black people and the two sets of laws that are so obvious in this country. I don't know if you got to see this week's episode of Blackish, which I highly recommend, uh, but uh, you might want to check it out because they always give you some truth about what it's like to be black in America. The powerful consulting firm McKinsey agreed now to pay $573 million to settle investigations into its role in helping turbocharge opioid sales. See, corporations, which of course they say are people, uh, never seem to go to jail. They only get to pay fines that they can well afford. They reached the agreement with attorney generals in 47 states, according to five people that are familiar with the negotiations. This settlement comes after lawsuits unearthed a trove of documents showing how McKinsey worked to drive sales of Purdue Pharma's OxyContin amid an opioid epidemic in the U.S. that's contributed to the deaths of more than 450,000 people over the past two decades. So they just get a fine and get to walk on their merry way. All right, with 28 executive orders already signed, Biden is off to a record start. In his first two weeks of office, Biden signed nearly as many executive orders as Franklin Roosevelt signed in his entire first month. And Roosevelt holds the record. Well, it looks like Joe's going to break the record. And what he's doing is reversing a lot of what he calls hateful and immoral uh, laws and actions done by the uh, racist that has left the building. So ICE, which Trump made sure to protect on his way out, is defying Joe Biden and continuing the deportations. Yep, ICE has been denounced as a rogue agency after new allegations of assaults on asylum seekers emerged and a deportation of African and Caribbean migrants continues in defiance of the Biden administration's orders. So maybe they should be also listed as a terrorist group because that's what they are. Now they are under review whether or not Trump should have continued access to classified intelligence briefings. I say no, he never read them when he was in office. Why give Mr. Loop Slip, Sink Ships more ammunition to sell to our enemies? The White House examining whether Trump should continue to receive intelligence briefings now that he's out of office according to White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. I watch a lot of her uh, press, uh, pressers, and I got to tell you, I'm impressed how she handles herself. What a difference from the four moron liars that Trump had in office, if and when they ever did any pressers. All right, so Marjorie Taylor Greene looks like she gets to skate. Looks like Lynn Ch- Liz Cheney gets to keep her position as well. She apologized to GOP colleagues, and what did they do? They gave her a standing ovation. So that's your new uh, Republican Party. They might as well call it the GQP. She apologized for her controversial remarks and the embrace of QAnon during a supposedly heated closed-door House GOP conference meeting, and she got a standing ovation at one point from a number of her colleagues. She said she made a mistake by being curious about Q and said she told her children she learned a lesson about what to put on social media. Why, does she not know that she was filmed when she was harassing David Hogue and all her other threats? And yet she got a standing ovation. 
House Republicans voted in a secret ballot to keep Representative Liz Cheney, the number three Republican, in her leadership position. She voted to impeach Trump last month, and then the shit hit the fan. Now, if they can vote in a secret ballot to do this, they should be allowed to vote in a secret ballot at the impeachment. And this way they don't have to fear for their lives because no one would need to know how they voted since they're all such cowards. Okay, the Virginia Senate voted to abolish the death penalty, which probably makes Trump sad. Anyway, they voted along party lines to abolish the death penalty, so this will make Virginia the 23rd state in the nation to end capital punishment. Their governor said he would sign the bill. He said the practice is fundamentally inequitable. It is inhumane. It is ineffective. And we know in some cases people on death row have been found innocent. Remember, Trump fried, what, 13 people on his way out. And like I say, I hope he's lucky number 14. Okay, the U.S. extended the nuclear arms treaty with Russia. Uh, They extended the two countries' last remaining treaty, limiting their stockpiles of nuclear weapons, two days before the pact was set to expire. But don't forget, Trump broke our other treaties with Russia doing the bidding of Putin. Which, by the way, now Russia, one Russian uh, member of their, their parliament or secret service is blaming their protest, that people are protesting in the street, on the West trying to, we're trying to disturb their country. They can afford to talk. Eric Trump threw a tantrum over the Scottish Parliament voting on opening a probe into Trump's golf resort there to find out where he got the money. The consequences just starting to roll in for the Trump family and they're already losing it. Well, watching my mother always said the bigger they are, the harder they fall. I got this off space weather, found it interesting. Co-rotating interaction region. A co-rotating interaction region hit Earth, sparking some of the craziest looking auroras of the current solar cycle. And uh, they say, what is a co-rating interaction region? It's like a mini CME, but without an explosion on the sun. And for people that actually believe in Puxatawney Phil, he said we're going to have six more weeks of winter. So uh, I guess uh, his word is as good as anybody that Trump hired. So maybe, uh, maybe the little rat knows more than we do. New York City's health commissioner, Dr. Choksi, tested pi- uh, positive for COVID. He's New York's top doctor, and he's experiencing mild symptoms that he says have been manageable. Marjorie Taylor Greene, by the way, who got her standing ovation, warned Republicans against punishing her. Who does she sound like? She warned her fellow Republicans they'd be making a big mistake by punishing her for fomenting violence and spewing hateful lies. So now they're afraid of a woman, too. And let's not forget, I'm sure this woman is also a millionaire. The House will vote to strip committee assignments from Green, who endorsed the calls to execute Democrats before she was elected, and she gets a standing ovation from the uh, GQP. The move by House Democrats forces Republicans to take a public stand on her. She's also endorsed conspiracy theories, and here's the problem with that. Some of what she says, like Alex Jones, has some truth in it. But when she comes out and sounds like a crazy person and half lies, which is all lies, she ruins it for pure uh, conspiracy investigators. And I think this is all done deliberately to make people stop investigating the real conspiracies out there. It won't stop me. The Justice Department dropped another lawsuit filed by the Trump administration which accused Yale of discriminating against Asian Americans and white applicants. Only Trump would do that. It doesn't mean the lawsuit is dead. Students for Fair Admission, which is an organization that's also sued Harvard, plans to pick it up and refile it under their name. Let's go to L.A. L.A. County Sheriff's Department claimed protesters tried to derail a train. None of that was true. The footage suggest otherwise. Last year, the L.A. Sheriff's Department made a shocking allegation 
that three people protesting against police abuse had intentionally tried to cause a train derailment by placing a coil barricade on the tracks. But a video, of course, we've got to always film these morons, a video reviewed by the Times raised questions about the department's account of the incident, which has become a flashpoint both in the department and the DA's office after the charges were dropped. Wow, cops lying? How hard to believe is that? Not. Mayanar's deposed civilian leader is now facing up to three years in prison on an obscure charge of illegally importing walkie-talkies. This is what they've done to their leader. The court's detention order authorized Aung San Suu Kyi's detention for 15 days. They said the soldiers searching her villa in the capital turned up various pieces of communications equipment that were brought into the country without proper paperwork. In jail for walkie-talkies. It was a bizarre postscript to a fraught 48 hours in which the army placed the country's most popular leader back under house arrest. You know, Trump's wet dream. Thank God that it wasn't finished on the January 6th. Okay, so I've been saying this for a long time with all these eviction moratoriums, rent moratoriums. Tick, 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 that money's adding up. It's not like anybody's forgiving that. And someone else, a writer, had picked that up said, what happens when all that rent comes due? A debt load sneaking up on millions of Americans unable to pay their rent during the pandemic, a financial burden that threatens to deplete savings, ruin credit, and drive people from their homes. And you got to say, who benefits? Think Agenda 21. A patchwork of regulations nationally has so far kept helped to keep many of the low-income tenants housed, with California passing new protections to ensure the debt doesn't drag them down for years to come. But a lot of people are worried about long-term harm and a cycle of economic and housing instability. Yeah, most of America will be living in cages soon. Okay, let's go back to L.A. L.A. Police Department Union has cut a deal to delay raises to avoid any layoffs. Here, with all the bullshit going on at the post office and the slowdown with the post office... Uh, what I was told is when people are retiring, they're not hiring anyone to replace them. Thus, all the craziness that went on at my post office this week. Uh, so I said, I know there was a postal slowdown. I didn't know it was affecting their brains. Anyway, that just reminded me of that. The union representing the LA police officers reached a tentative deal to postpone a pair of raises for its members to avert layoffs for at least 355 cops at a time when homicides and shooting incidents are rising. Well, aren't most of those incidents by the cops? The deal must be ratified by a majority of union members who've directed their anger as city leaders in recent months over their handling of LAPD funding and general public safety. Okay, Alejandro Mayorkas has been confirmed as Homeland Security Secretary, while Republicans are still trying to block any more confirmations by Trump, uh, by Trump, by Biden. And I said, well, what, tr- what Biden should do is the same thing Trump did. Just put all your people in as acting. Everybody that was in Trump's administration was acting. None of them ever got confirmed, and a lot of them were there illegally putting their jobs. But uh, Alexander Mayorkas did get his confirmation, as Secretary of Homeland Security. Mayorkas is the first Latino and first immigrant to serve as Homeland Security Secretary, which is a dramatic shift in tone and policy from the Trump administration at the government's third largest department, which I've been saying since 9-11 should be gone, but it's still there. Homeland Insecurity, another win for George Bush. L.A. City Council is backing a $5 an hour hero pay wage boost for grocery and drugstore workers. They want to get together a plan to temporarily boost the pay of grocery and drugstore workers by 5 bucks an hour, despite warnings the wage hike could bring lawsuits and store closings. Well, if your store can't handle a $5 raise, maybe you should be closed. The council's preliminary action came a day after the grocery chain owner, Kroger, announced it would permanently close two stores in Long Beach instead of giving people a raise, 
after they passed an ordinance similar to the one under consideration by L.A. So if you shop Kroger, know that they don't care about you. Jeff Bezos, Amazon's founder, said he's going to step down as CEO this summer and transition into the role of executive chairman. He's being replaced by a guy who supposedly thinks just like him, Andy Jassy. He's the chief executive of Amazon's cloud computing division, and he gets promoted to run all of Amazon. All right, earthquakes since Monday. Fiji had a 5.8. Southeast of the Loyalty Islands had a 5.6, and today a 5.7. And southeast of Easter Island, a 6.9. Okay, now, <laughs> you have to be pretty silly, <laughs> pretty, pretty dumb, actually, to believe this story. And I'm just like, what? A Russian court has now sentenced the opposition leader, Alexei Navalny, a persistent critic of Putin, to more than two years in prison. Uh, the decision is going to send Navalny for a lengthy term in a far-flung penal colony for the first time for parole violation. Now, here's the story. They said he violated parole, but at the time, he was comatose. He was in a coma from being poisoned by Putin. But I guess being in a coma is no excuse for violating your parole in Russia. Here, Rittenhouse, I'm sure, won't pay any any extra for violating his parole. So uh, if you're in a coma and you don't know it, I guess you're still gonna have to go to prison, which is ridiculous. All right, two FBI agents were fatally shot, three others injured while serving a warrant in South Florida, which uh, was involved in a case of violent crimes against children. So that happened. Florida. All right, Gavin Newsom's job approval in California is plummeting. A third of voters support a recall amid the COVID-19 criticism. But remember, most of that started against Gavin Newsom was by the Boogaloos and the Proud Boys and groups like that. More than a third of the state's registered voters say they would vote to oust him from office if the recall qualifies for the ballot. But 45% said they would oppose such a move. So uh, everybody's getting the blame for, <laughs> for COVID. All right, Biden is uh, signing executives' orders to review and not yet undo some of Trump's immigration policies, which are immoral. I like when uh, his press secretary, Saki, continues to call everything they did immoral and actually had a good laugh about the Space Force yesterday, which bothered, for some reason, a lot of Republicans. Biden signs a series of executive orders and directives on immigration that mandate the review of, rather than an end to, Trump's policies that he said he'd get rid of. That includes the remain in Mexico, upon which thousands of asylum seekers remain stuck at the border, and the public charge rule, which requires a wealth test for immigrants. Biden will establish a task force to reunite separate families, and his wife is getting involved in that. Uh, so he also is getting rid of the term illegal aliens and calling them what they are, immigrants. Okay, looks like a lot of oldies but goodies have decided to leave the planet at the same time. This week, actor Hal Holbrook, who was known for his accurate stage portrayal of Mark Twain, died. He was 95 years old. He won Tonys and Emmy Awards. And when he was 82, he got nominated for an Oscar for his role as a lonely widower in the movie Into the Wild. Preliminary findings suggest there's not enough evidence for charges in the death of Ashley Babbitt during the Capitol riot. The officials warned that the investigation by the city's police force, the Metropolitan Police Department, wasn't complete and no recommendation was made to the U.S. Attorney's Office in Washington which would prosecute the officer. Well, she got shot. She was there. Oh, well. And there you have it. Sometimes it's the, the way it goes. Meanwhile, the other officer who was laying in state, uh, everybody seemed to cover that, except Fox News, of course. And Biden, being acting like a real president, showed up to pay uh, honors to that cop who was beaten to death by Trump's flying monkeys with his wife. 
something you never saw Trump do or give a shit about. Mitch McConnell has taken on Marjorie Taylor Greene. He denounced her loony lies and called them a cancer on the GOP. Well, it takes one to know one. Talk about a cancer on America. Mitch McConnell. He said, somebody who suggested no airplane hit the Pentagon on 9-11, this is what I was alluding to earlier because there is no proof a Pentagon hit, uh, the Pentagon was hit on 9-11. I covered that to death. That horrified school shootings were pre-staged. Some of them are, some of them aren't. Doesn't mean people didn't get killed, as I continue to say. Just because it's a false flag doesn't mean somebody didn't get killed. And that the Clintons crashed JFK Jr.'s airplane is not living in reality. Well, I did a whole show with John Hankey on who did kill John Kennedy Jr. It's still in the archives, and it wasn't the Clintons. But I'll give you a clue. (laughs) The name starts with the letter B. McConnell had said that he uh, never named Miss Green when he made those comments, but referred to several false conspiracy theories she's promoting, and that's uh, the danger of people like her. Okay, first they say the schools are closed, then they say the schools will open, then they say if the teachers get vaccinated, they could open the school, then they say teachers don't have to be vaccinated to open the schools. So, your guess is as good as mine. L.A. schools are going to remain in hard shutdown for the near future. Los Angeles schools will delay in-person student classes and services of any kind while the infection rates remain high in local communities and teachers are unvaccinated. Then you get the next story is you don't need to be. That according to the school superintendent, so it doesn't look like school's going to be on anytime soon. SpaceX announced their first all-private astronaut mission into orbit. Well, I say let's put Trump in that. In a new chapter, Commercial Spacecraft, SpaceX said they're going to launch a crew of only private astronauts into orbit as early as this year. They said they're going to launch tech entrepreneur Jared Isaacman, who is the CEO of the payments firm Shift for Payments, and three others. Their mission is named Inspiration4 and intended to increase support for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Yeah, as if any of that money will get to them. Okay, the Boogaloo Boys have guns, criminal records, and military training. And now they want to overthrow the government. This is off ProPublica. They've identified more than 20 members with ties to the armed forces at that uh, January 6th event. Republicans are trying to gut the next round of COVID-19 relief checks because they, because they always take care of themselves and give themselves raises. Republican senators want to offer a new framework that would limit survival checks to $1,000 and cut off aid to millions of more Americans. $1,400 is not going to make up for the fact nobody's been to work for a year, okay? So it's a joke. What they need is to do what other countries have done and give everybody a monthly check. Let's hope Biden is true to his word and just oversteps the Republicans and does what he wants, just like they did for the past four years. All right. Let's see. Democrats, by the way, say they're prepared to act alone if the uh, Republicans, who all of a sudden are fiscally conservative, try to stand in the way. Another Biden executive order makes science and evidence central to policy. What an an improvement. Agencies will perform evidence-based evaluations of their own performance. The Dr. Fauci of the Texas border is counting the dead. And we go to Laredo, Texas for this one. They're enduring the country's worst outbreak at the end of the pandemic's deadliest month. And a crusading cardiologist who's leading the fight is begging the state to close down his city. That's how bad it is there in the state that wants to succeed from the union. So good luck with that. All right, Trump's sleight of hand, shouting fraud, he pocketed donors cash for his own future because he doesn't even want to pay his lawyers. With breathless, often misleading appeals, they always use every word except lies, The former president promised his small donors he was going to use the money to fight the election's result, 
but he stored most of that money for his own future use. As I reported the other day, the first team of lawyers who walked out on him uh, walked out because he also didn't want to pay their million-dollar fee. But he's raised millions off his uh, flying monkeys, and he's going to pocket it like he does everything else. Biden plans to create a task force to reunite migrant families that were separated at the border and unwind certain asylum restrictions in an effort to undo some of Trump's most damaging policies. How about we let those kids out of those cages? There's a good place to start. Trump slush fund. Trump raised $76 million by citing the need to challenge his re-election loss and to help the Republicans win the two seats in Georgia they lost. But through the end of 2020, he didn't spend a penny on either one of them. He put all that money in the bank for his own legal fees. He never cared about Georgia's races, according to a top Republican. Okay, White House pushing to make rapid turnaround virus tests available. They said the federal government will buy 8.5 million at-home nasal swab tests that don't require prescription. Now, why in the hell would you need a prescription for that in the first place? The number of new cases in the U.S. continues to decline to a daily average of 146,000 over the past week, which is down nearly 45% from the peak on January 8th. Meanwhile, residents of wealthier, larger white neighborhoods have snagged vaccine appointments at rates far above their population share in New York, Washington, and other major cities. And they asked Dolly Parton, who literally paid for the vaccine development, if she wanted to get her shot. She says she'll wait her turn, even though she paid for it. But uh, listen, we got, uh, we got some very greedy, disgusting people in this country, and that's the way it goes. And good news story. The Biden administration has freed up billions of dollars to help Puerto Rico recover from Hurricane Maria in 2017 and guard against future storms when Trump was there just tossing out paper towels and cursing Puerto Rico uh, for ruining his, uh, his record or his life. I don't know if that was before or after his magic marker of where the storms were in America. But he let Puerto Rico twist in the wind and Biden has finally released that money. Okay, I'm going to take a short break. When I get back, more news, so stay with me. Hi, this is Monica Sepulveda of Wake Up with Maria and Monica. You can hear our show every third Tuesday. And we give you tools, solutions, and the way to change your life forever. Each morning you can either choose fear, worry, hate, anger, or you can just choose love which balances everything and changes the trajectory of your life. Maria's show is so amazing. You need to tell another person for the small amount of money that you pay for a subscription and the value that you receive in return with her guests who are unmatched, with her wisdom, with her reports of what's happening on this planet, how to change it, and with that sense of humor. Oh, my gosh. Her Reiki sessions blow my mind. Every time she has sent me some Reiki, uh, it works. I heal. And I'm just blown away by the this old soul, Maria. I'm glad to call her my friend. I hope that you book a session with her for a Reiki session or for a reading because you will not be disappointed. But most important, tell a friend about her show. Take care and make it a great day. It's a choice, you know. Bye. Okay. Well, welcome back. Let's go to another cop. Derek Chauvin, you remember the one who knelt on George Floyd's neck last year and killed him nine minutes of his knee on his neck? Well, first-hand accounts are now accusing the same cop, the Minneapolis police officer, of using similar tactics on other detainees. Isn't he special? In a video talking about the Capitol riot, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said she was a sexual assault survivor. And she said, when we go through trauma, trauma compounds on each other. Okay, I did see a little bit of a video on this. The singer Tony Bennett, for, for we seniors out there who still know who Tony Bennett is, learned that he had Alzheimer's disease in 2016, according to his wife. His wife is his main caretaker now. And he still calls in uh, musicians so he can sing every day, uh, practice singing uh, for two hours a day. So typically Italian. 
Okay, they rioted, but they didn't vote. This is how dumb Trump's flying monkeys are. Some of the Capitol rioters didn't even vote in the election they tried to overturn. At least eight of them facing criminal charges didn't bother to vote. Some of them weren't even registered to vote. And there they were at the stop of steel. What a bunch of morons. All right, let's see what else we've got. Biden's press secretary, Jen Psaki, embarrassed Trump from the briefing room. She said, this may be hard to believe. We don't spend a lot of time talking about or thinking about Trump here. Former President Trump, she said, to be very clear. And uh, obviously they're spending the time undoing all the damage that he's done. Okay, let's see what else we've got. Investigators are recommending no charges against the Capitol Police officer who shot and killed that pro-Trump rioter. The officers sworn to protect members of Congress were clearly doing their job, the few that were there, that weren't taking selfies with them. Atlanta's U.S. attorney appointed by Trump amid his post-election pressure campaign because he thought this new attorney would steal the election for him or flip Georgia. Well, he resigned. Bobby Christine, the former federal prosecutor handpicked by Trump to lead the U.S. Attorney's Office during his failed bid to overturn the election, has resigned. I wonder if any of these attorneys will ever be hired again by anybody in the world. All right, a couple of, uh, a couple of headline news, because I know I've got a long stream of them somewhere in today's news. Trump officials lobbied to deny states money for the vaccine rollout because they don't care about you, even though you may think they do. That Capitol rioter asked the court to let her vacation in Mexico because she's white. They said, okay. Dr. Fauci said the dominant virus variants could cause reinfections. Captain Tom, a 100-year-old man who inspired millions, was hospitalized with the virus and died. A Rochester mayor suspended the cops who pepper sprayed that nine-year-old girl while people went crazy in the streets protesting. Who blames them? Biden is forming an immigration task force to reunite those separated families. And Stacey Abrams, not only BLM, Black Lives Matter, but also Stacey Abrams has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. And yet they had the nerve to nominate Jared Kushner, the criminal who achieved nothing except making him and his wife rich in office, a Nobel Peace Prize too. U.S. strikes a $230 million deal for over-the-counter virus tests. And Oregon did the smartest thing ever and made possession of all drugs decriminalized and offering treatment instead. Wow, what an idea. Israel, let's go there for a while. Israel's vaccine drive is slowing and clinics are struggling just to bring people in. Some HMOs are offering the shots to all people to avoid wasting their vials. One of them had to throw out a thousand doses. And they also saying the lockdown might be extended again and unemployment in Israel has risen to 16.7%. So I guess a lot of people don't trust the vaccine in Israel too. An Israeli expert, which could be part of the reason, said we'll have to live with COVID-19 for a long time. New strains mean herd immunity is impossible unless now children are vaccinated. According to their leading epidemiologist, uh, the ministry is warning against reopening schools and recommending now the vaccine throughout your pregnancy. Well, if one day they say it's not safe for pregnant women, the next day they're recommending it. Okay, apparently contradicting the U.S., Israel said Iran could be one to two years away from nukes, from having nuclear weapons. Uh, According to their energy minister, Israel's, they said Tehran would need six months for the required enrichment before bomb development. Remember that they also threatened Joe Biden that if he goes back to the deal with Iran that they would take the matters into their own hands. I say, let's take the money away from Israel and give it to the American people who earned that money. Trump's newest lawyer believes that Epstein was killed and he has fought for Jewish causes. Uh, And uh, his other new lawyer, by the way, refused to uh, prosecute 
Bill Cosby. So he's really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Late night host had a lot of fun with that one last night. And that's the way that goes. Google said they're going to pay $2.6 million to their workers over claims that its hiring and pay practices were biased against women and Asians. They reached a deal with the Department of Labor over claims of racial and gender discrimination in its hiring practices for engineering jobs, as if Google 2.6 million is anything to Google. Okay, Harv Wasserman over at Rita Supported News said, Will a Hitlerian impeachment performance ignite Trump's paramilitary death squads? Lawyers galore have fled the prospect of representing Trump at his upcoming impeachment trial, the sequel. So his pardon consul Yeri, Steve Bannon, who knows his Nazi history, wants Donald to testify in person. It's a serious Hitlerian scenario. Well, I guess we'll have to wait until next Wednesday when this uh, madness begins. Is it Wednesday? No, it's Monday. His trial starts Monday. Uh, We'll wait and see just how much of a clown circus this proves to be. Okay, Democrats introduced a budget resolution kicking off the fast track process to pass the COVID package. And it's as usual. They say they'll pass it with or without Republican support. So just do it. Why are you still trying to reach across the aisle? You would think Biden would have learned that under Obama's term when Obama was blocked by everything from McConnell and the GOP. There is no reaching across the aisle. Okay, now the accused Capitol rioters are also blaming Trump in their novel legal defense, saying he invited us to do this. Emanuel Jackson is awaiting trial in federal court on assault charges and now adopting a novel legal defense, looking to pin the blame on Trump, citing the former president's remarks at a Stop the Steal rally shortly before the Capitol siege. So even his own little fans are crying out and blaming him, who thought they would get a pardon from him, but they don't get that he doesn't care about them or anyone. Okay, more protests are now being called in Moscow to demand Navalny's release. Navalny's release. I don't know why I always reverse those letters in his name. Moscow is bracing for more protests, seeking the release of the jailed opposition leader. But uh, it doesn't seem to matter in that Nazi country because I've seen what they do to protesters there, which is uh, even, believe it or not, worse than what we saw Trump do to protesters here, except his own. Billionaire wealth breaks all records during this crisis. This is off Black Agenda Radio. The U.S. billionaire class has grown at unprecedented speed during this pandemic and economic crisis increasing their wealth by over a trillion dollars and adding 46 new oligarchs to their numbers. This according to a report by the Institute for Policy Studies. Never has the world seen wealth accumulation at such a scale, said Omar Ocampo, who is a researcher for the study. He said, we need to create an economic system that doesn't allow for wealth to be extremely concentrated. This could be done by growing the labor movement and instituting workplace democracy and worker ownership. And I totally agree. So the rich got richer and the poor got screwed. Is anybody surprised? When anything like this happens, you've always got to look at who benefited. And it's never us. India invents an AI camera network to track every physical movement you make there. Yep, technocratic engineers advancing surveillance technology at breakneck speed. India's latest invention can co-op thousands of cameras to track individuals or vehicles in real time as they move about. Man, that's crazy when you think about the population of India. I would say good luck with that. All right, Trump's lawyers are denying that he incited the Capitol riot as the House impeachment managers laid out a case that he was singularly responsible So it's going to be an interesting trial to watch. Pete Buttigieg has been confirmed as Transportation Secretary. The confirmation vote was 86 to 13, which makes him the first openly gay cabinet official in American history. Okay, this is by Seth Abramson, and I'm not even going to read all of it. It's going to seem long, but... (laughs) 
It was way longer in the way you wrote it, but it's good stuff and I wanted you to hear it. A comprehensive legal analysis of Trump's answer to the article of impeachment. If you suspect Trump's defense team doesn't have a leg to stand on, you're right. Trump's attorneys confuse impeachment and conviction. Trump was duly impeached while he was still president. The only question now is whether he can still be tried for that impeachment after leaving office. Trump's answer wrongly states the U.S. Senate's trying to impeach him post-presidency. It's not. They started this while he was in office, sort of like his little Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs> I understand that his new lawyers already made their first mistake on the papers they filed because they misspelled United States. I don't even get how they could not know how to spell United, but they don't. So this is going to be quite a, sh- quite a show. Trump's lawyers have misread the and in Article 1, Section 3 of the Constitution to mean that conviction post-impeachment is a prerequisite to being disqualified from future office. It's not, as what the relevant provision actually says is that there's two potential punishments for a post-impeachment conviction, and they are A, removal from office, and B, disqualification from future office. Trump, through his lawyers, eviscerates into meaninglessness, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, by leaving it unclear precisely who has the authority to determine a person's committed an act of insurrection and therefore can't serve in an office of public trust in the future. One could certainly argue that only a federal court can do so upon a federal criminal conviction for such an offense, presumably, But Trump isn't arguing that, nor does he explain why Congress is allowed, under the Constitution, to impeach and remove an elected official from office for engaging in insurrection and further can disqualify that person from future office under another provision of the Constitution, but is prohibited from doing so under Section 3 of the 14th. Trump's response to the allegation that he violated his oath of office amounts to no more than, no, I didn't. Ultimately, the powers vested in Congress to make this determination, and the standard here is not a criminal one. Congress doesn't need to find a violation of a federal criminal statute. They could determine Trump violated his oath of office and was removable even without criminal incitement being proven against him beyond a reasonable doubt. His First Amendment defense is fraudulent on all grounds. He falsely alleges his January speech and public statements in the week prior to that speech only involved his upset that certain state courts and governors had enacted revised election protocols mid-pandemic that he considered improper. In fact, Trump, as the head of the executive branch, attempted to usurp the authority of the co-equal judicial branch by declaring the determinations of that branch to be illegitimate. And because he did so while being president of the United States, not a mere citizen, And because he and his allies have advanced the so-called theory of the unitary executive, which holds a president is above the other two branches of the government, Trump calling these perfectly legal, valid, and final court rulings illegitimate convinced his followers that they, in fact, did not have the force of law, and therefore the state elections they governed were themselves. Trump and his lawyers pretending he's merely a private citizen who has the same First Amendment rights ignores the fact that while engaged in the conduct, now allegedly against him, he wasn't a private citizen and not similarly positioned to private citizens with respect to the First Amendment. Remember in his speech, he told his followers to stop the steal happening at the Capitol by fighting like hell up at the Capitol with him alongside them, which of course he didn't do. He told them the consequences Uh, of not stopping the steal by fighting like hell would be the end of America itself. And now he's saying the fight word was just metaphorical. And so was stop. No jury in America, Senate or otherwise, would credit that claim. So now it falls to Trump to paint a picture of a march on the Capitol that would have stopped the steal and saved the country. Uh, And his lawsuits, let's not forget, 60 federal courts rejected any and every argument proposing the election was fraudulent. Trump's own administration, Chris Krebs, called the election the most secure in history. But because Trump didn't concede and calls by Giuliani to Tommy Tuberville, another loser, and a mountain of other evidence to Trump and his agents' public-private statements on the matter, it was clear 
that despite the foregoing, the objections lodged in Congress on January 6th were not symbolic, but a bona fide attempt to overturn a certified democratic election. And, you know, it just goes on and on with his threats to Georgia, et cetera, et cetera. Trump's due process arguments, the same one that was debunked over and over again a year ago during his first impeachment trial. But to repeat, impeachment is a political process, not a legal process. So the rules of evidence and other conventional courtroom protocols do not apply. The more the fact patterns involved in this case are made distinct, the harder, not easier, GOP senators may find it to acquit Trump without political consequence. Like I said, let them vote in secret. Let them have a secret vote since they're too cowardly to vote in public. So I don't know if that helped you understand what's going on a little bit better, but it surely did for me. Okay, so now I've got headline news and lots of it. Chris Hedges said Trump was a symptom of U.S. societal breakdown, not the disease, that's for sure. A Harvard professor argues that Trump mob's siege fits the framers' paradigmatic case of treason. Biden critic insists he's not racist after being caught on a video hurling the N-word at a Hispanic man. Macho men. Historian explains how Trumpism is the rage of a threatened masculine ideal. And remember, some people actually said Trump was the most masculine man they ever met. And I'm like, what? There's no, nothing masculine about him. QAnon's congresswoman declared the LGBTQ rainbow flag a hate symbol. And she wants it banned at embassies. You know, that's Marjorie Green, the one who, oops, I'm sorry. She called the rainbow flag a hate symbol. That would be the Trump flags. Josh Halley has issued an ultimatum from Missouri's newspaper. Impose law and order on Trump or resign. Trump impeachment lawyers admitted there's insufficient evidence to back up voter fraud claims. And Maria Bartiromo on Fox News threw a fit at Mitch McConnell for his denouncement of Marjorie Taylor Greene saying she was elected. Yes, that was Trump. Biden wins surprising praise from Republicans after a two-hour meeting at the White House. Lindsey Graham is bizarrely threatening to make the impeachment trial a thorough investigation. Well, yeah, we'd like that, Lindsey, so it's really not a threat. The Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers from the January 6th uh, insurrection got federal charges upgraded to conspiracy. Well, see, some conspiracies are real, aren't they? Trump's impeachment lawyer, David Schoen, insists the Capitol riot was nothing to do with the president and says he can't have a fair trial and he's warning the Senate hearing will tear the country apart. Well, the country's already been torn apart, which led to that day. So maybe it's a little late to use that as an excuse. U.S. impeachment managers are arguing that Trump pointed his mob like a loaded cannon towards the Capitol. Representative Matt Gates' staffer cheered on the Capitol rioters via Parla and as they overran the police. ACLU and the Sierra Club and the immigration advocates are pushing for Biden's administration to be bold and tear down Trump's wall. Maybe they need uh, Reagan to come out of the grave and say, tear, tear down this wall. McConnell defended... GOP Representative Liz Liz Cheney, who voted to impeach Trump, saying she is a leader with deep convictions. She kept her position, by the way. Trump has $105 million in the bank to influence intra-GOP battles like he would. He's never going to spend any of that money on anything but himself. Cases are dropping as vaccination success emerges in Minnesota. Nearly 50 people were arrested in a crackdown on violent robberies and carjackings in South Minneapolis. Nobody seems to be making the connection between all these crimes going up everywhere because people are starving and desperate. But hey, maybe that's just the way I think. Twitter shut down the MyPillow corporate account after Mike Lindell tried to post there after he was banned on his own. Mike Lindell, who went nuts and actually on Newsmax... The, the, one of the 
people interviewing him on Newsmax just got up and walked out during the interview. The guy must obviously be hitting the crack pipe once again. Onlookers were shocked when a Florida deputy slammed a student onto the concrete. They were screaming, what the F is wrong with you? Well, it's not what's wrong. It's what they're trained to do. That would be what they tell you. Representative Katie Porter recounted uh, AOC telling her, I hope I don't die today during the Capitol insurrection. All right. Demand tops U.S. companies divest from disinformation and cut all ties with Fox News. Fox News crying, by the way, in their beer because they're, uh, they got nothing to cover and their ratings are dropping like a rock now that their Trump king is gone. And like I said, they're the only ones, even when I was watching the press, uh, the presser the other day, I flipped over to Fox and they were talking about football. So uh, I don't understand how anybody can watch Fox and think they're getting the news or basically any of the news shows, tell you the truth. No immigrant is an alien. Advocates cheer Biden's push to remove the dehumanizing term from U.S. law. And I agree. Seditionist Kevin McCarthy is facing backlash for attending Officer Sicknick's service after his election lies. Uh, let's see. I was scared to death. Former QAnon supporter said she wanted to go into hiding after Biden's inauguration. Sick, man. These people are sick. Okay. GOP's Green faces a brutal backlash online after her bizarre bloodthirsty media rant. They're calling her Osama bin Karen. At it again. Maria Bartiromo and Larry Kudlow smear Joe Biden's mental fitness, saying, is he alert or not alert? How many times did you see Maria's face in shock when Trump was talking like the lunatic that he is? Matt Gates is vowing to resign his House seat so he could defend Trump from the Senate conviction. People online are saying that would be icing on the clown car cake. Uh, and they're saying resign. Trump's longtime Deutsche Bank lender was forced out over a real estate deal with a company linked to Jared Kushner. What a surprise. GOP's Lauren Boebert has been caught up in a new ethics scandal after review of her mileage expenses. Trump love and profit said that God will personally blow the lid off voter fraud and restore Trump as POTUS, as if God gives a crap about anything going on here. Republican lawmakers want to use campaign funds to protect themselves from their own voters. Well, you created it. Now deal with it. Ginny Thomas apologized to Supreme Court clerks over her support for Trump's election challenges. It wasn't just a support. She paid for the buses to the riot. Conservative warns Republicans that the great shrinking of the GOP is accelerating. Every day, thousands of people are leaving the party. Republicans are sick of the loudmouths dead-ending their party into supporting extremists, according to an ex-GOP. Lindsey Graham's now under fire for blocking Merrick Garland's Senate confirmation. Trump's campaign owes almost half its debt to its own company, according to new filings. Interesting. Uh, by the way, when uh, my pillow guy, Crackhead, was uh, going nuts on Newsmax, Newsmax, which is even worse than Fox, screaming it's cancel culture, they came out with one of the best things, one of them, I don't know who it was that said it, called it the, uh, the maker of the chopped up foam pillows, the worst pillows I've ever seen. Remand her to custody. The internet is outraged after a judge approved that white capital rioters vacation to Mexico. Unlawfully appointed former DHS officials signed the ICE deal the day before Biden's inauguration. So that should be tossed out the window. That's what I would think. Biden's Department of Justice is asking the Supreme Court to remove the border wall and anti-asylum cases from their calendar. Far-right conspiracy cultists are watching Myanmar's military coup unfold and hope for the same in the U.S. It should have happened with Trump, but it didn't. Hospital turns away black fire and rescue board member three times and left him to die in a parking lot in America. 
Biden's defense secretary wipes the slate clean, dismissed hundreds of people from Pentagon advisory boards, getting rid of flushing out all the Trump loyalists. I mean, did these people honestly think once they were blasted into those jobs that they were going to keep them? Talk about blast. I can't believe this guy should show his face. But Karl Rove actually came out against Marjorie Taylor Greene. He said, she's a problem for our party. (laughs) You are a problem for your party, too. We are lost. Fox News suffers ratings slump while staffers are fretting about their post-Trump future. Tisk, tisk. Tucker Carlson defended Marjorie Taylor Greene from the criticism over her beliefs and conspiracy theories. Another guy that should lose his job. Uh, Larry Kudlow denied the economic crisis once again. He says, I'm not okay sending stimulus checks for people to buy penny stocks. Does anybody buy penny stocks? I mean, and if you need food in your house, are you going to say, wait a minute, instead of feeding my kids, let me go buy some penny stocks, another jerk that Trump put in power. Marjorie Taylor Greene had the nerve to say impeachment is more addictive than meth. She looks like she would know. Democrats are going to force QAnon congresswomen off key committees and dare the GOP to stop them. We'll see what happens there. Nearly 400 congressional staffers are urging the Senate to convict Trump. Parler's CEO said he was fired by the top Republican donor, Rebecca Mercer. Canada labeled the far right Proud Boys a terrorist entity, which they are. Proud Boys charged with planning the Republican Capitol coup attempt. And yet they're still uh, not listed as terrorists here. Fox News' decision to ignore the fallen Capitol officer's ceremony was deeply revealing. And Elizabeth Warren is calling for investigation into the dark money used to fund the U.S. Capitol riot. So I say, yeah, let's see all of it. Uh, Biden administration infuriated some of Trump's aides by cutting off their benefits abruptly. Hello, you got fired. Why would you get benefits? And they're like, I got completely screwed. Well, blame it on Trump. Democrats are demanding the repeal of the obscene tax cut for millionaires that the GOP buried in their previous COVID relief bill. And I'm all for that. Saved by the Bell actor Dustin Diamond, he only announced a few weeks ago he had cancer, and then he died. He was 44 years young. The IDF chief in Israel is warning the U.S. not to rejoin the Iranian deal. He apparently didn't consult with his superiors before he spoke out against the United States, returning to the nuclear deal with Iran. They always cover their asses, Israel. Joe Biden picked Robert Malley as a special envoy for Iran. Malley currently runs the International Crisis Group in D.C., and he'll oversee Biden's efforts to rejoin the Iranian nuclear agreement. And a lot of QAnon uh, advocates and, and believers are sorry they believed now that they see everything turned into a puff of smoke. A QAnon advocate admitted there's no evidence for that plan ever materializing. You know, the plan of overthrowing the government and Trump and all his bullcrap. Well, the conservative activist, former ringleader for the QAnon movement, Deanna Lorraine, recently said she wouldn't get a vaccine even if Jesus were to take it, is finally starting to doubt the trust the plan mantra. She said, I, for one, I'm sick of just looking at clues and taking guesses and following a rabbit hole where it leads to nothing. And then there's just a lot of broken promises that are not delivered. Wow, what woke her up? She said, a patriot doesn't blindly follow a plan, even though she did. We shouldn't be blindly following anything or anyone, especially when there's no evidence for that plan ever materializing. She said, every time this plan was supposed to happen or Trump was supposedly playing 5D chess and supposedly setting traps to do this or that, at no point in the last four years has that trap ever been closed. Has the chess move ever been checkmated by Trump? None of these hopes and ideas have ever been fulfilled, not one. So a smart person looks at the evidence, looks at historical evidence, looks at a track record, and doesn't keep doing or wishing for something that has no evidence for it being able to materialize. The evidence, by the way, against her beliefs has been there all along. It takes a certain kind of willful ignorance and a heavy dose of cognitive dissonance to act like it isn't there. So all of a sudden she woke up. Are you woke, sister?
A whistleblower alleged that a top Trump official signed a last-minute agreement with ISIS union that could hamstring Biden's immigration policies. But if they, if they, there has to be a way that Biden can just dump all of that. Lawmakers in Kansas and Missouri are racing to change voting laws after the election. Yep, they want to make it harder to vote as usual because white, white people don't want to give up <clears throat> on the idea that they're no longer the majority. A GOP lawmaker has been indicted. This woman, a Missouri State Representative, Patricia Durgis. Why was she indicted? For selling fake stem cell treatments for people sickened by the virus. Instead of giving them regenerative stem cell treatments, she gave them amniotic fluid that didn't contain any stem cells, according to her indictment. Boy, they're all a bunch of snake oil salesmen, aren't they? All right. <clears throat> Georgia's GOP lawmakers are trying to ban automatic voter registration, ballot drop boxes, and no excuse absentee voting after Georgia turned blue. So again, they want to make it harder for people to vote. Let's see what else I've got. All right, let's go to the ocean for a change. Chemicals dumping linked to California sea lions' high cancer rates. California sea lions have one of the highest rates of cancer of all mammals. Scientists have long wondered why. Hello, it's because we use the ocean as a toilet and all those chemicals are killing them. And let's see, last but not least, Elizabeth Warren is proposing a wealth tax bill. A year after suspending a presidential campaign she built on the idea of a national wealth tax, Warren's poised to join the Senate Committee on Finance and introduce legislation to make her stump speech a reality. She pledged she will press giant corporations, the wealthy and well-connected, to finally pay their fair share in taxes. What a concept. Let's see where that one goes. Anyway, whatever it is you're doing this weekend, stay safe. And again, thanks for your patience with all the little uh, weird stuff I've gone through this week. Uh, and I will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening and supporting The Maria Show. Tell others what you learned today. Knowledge becomes wisdom only when it's shared. Encourage others to subscribe today. www.maria.net Often imitated, never duplicated. A world of information all in one place. www.maria.net Always ahead of the curve. Always on your side. Get active or get radioactive. Subscribe today.